Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Handle on the Law. Marginal legal advice where I tell you you have absolutely no case. If you're injured and need a lawyer, go to HandleOnTheLaw.com. And if you're a lawyer and want to join our team, because people desperately need your help, Go to HandleOnTheLaw.com and click on the Join Today tab at the top of the page. The following is a pre-recorded program. Uh, This is a law coming out of uh, California that uh, Governor Newsom, who is super liberal, rejected. Uh, He vetoed it. And the reason I'm bringing this up, because governors uh, reject, uh, they veto, and they sign laws all day long. I mean, at any given time, Newsom has 200 uh, laws that he either signs or vetoes or leaves alone, and it becomes a pocket veto if he doesn't sign it. And, uh, I mean, that's something that just happens. And you can usually tell which laws he is uh, going to sign, which laws he is not, simply by who votes for it, who introduces it. Super liberal, he's a Democrat. Democratic legislature, that's a given. But here's one that actually stunned me. And I had no idea. California does not have a mandatory kindergarten law. A kid does not have to go to kindergarten in the state of California. And there are several states in which the same thing happens. Now, I can't understand that. Of course, I went to kindergarten. I'm assuming you went to kindergarten. How can you not send a kid to kindergarten under the law? But when the Supreme Court ruled in that Texas case that every kid in America is has the constitutional right to go to school, it was grade 1 through 12, not grades K through 12. And so there's absolutely no law that uh, mandates kids in the state of California to attend kindergarten. So uh, the state legislature passed a law saying, oh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of crazy. And so it goes up uh, to the governor's office and Newsom rejects it. Now, whenever there is a veto, sometimes there is a veto message. Sometimes there isn't. And sometimes there's an explanation. You know, for example, uh, when I was involved in uh, the uh, surrogacy issues and I was involved in passing a law, Uh, that uh, went up to the governor's office. Uh, The governor, Pete Wilson, at that time vetoed it, saying, uh, if the system isn't broken, I'm not going to uh, sign anything that fixes a system that's not broken. That was a veto message. Uh, Newsom also sent a veto message saying that kindergarten is just too expensive. California has a surplus this year of $100 billion dollars. It's the biggest surplus that any state has ever had in the history of this country. And can't afford kindergarten. I got to tell you, I'm stunned by this. Truly. Never thought that that wasn't, uh, that kindergarten wasn't mandatory in California. 
Never thought that Governor Newsom would veto a bill that mandates kindergarten, but go figure. Let's take some phone calls. Christine. Hi. Hi. So my question is, I had, I had some friends who made some really large uh, real estate purchases recently. And in the interest of privacy, they asked me as, if as a favor, I would be a trustee for the trust, you know, for the overall trust. And then additionally, the manager for the LLC. We since have had a falling out and we're no longer communicating. But because of that, I can't resign. Why not? It looks like. Why can't you resign? Everything that I'm finding is that online is saying that for a trustee to resign, there has to be a new trustee put in place. No, that's not true. You can just quit. You can. You know what? How do I change it with the state? Yeah, Christine, there's. uh, uh, I mean, there's. uh, You know, this. There's no slavery in this country. They can't force you to work. And you just you just say, right. hey, I'm just walking away. I'm I no longer am the trustee. Uh, you let everybody involved in the trust know. And what does the state have to do with it, by the way? Well, I'm not sure about the trust portion, but at least with the LLC, I'm registered with the state of California as the LLC manager. OK, so what you do is and I don't know the the exact procedure, but you let the state know that you are no longer the LLC manager. They can't force you to, to you know, they can't do that. You know, it's a free okay. it's a free country. You're allowed to quit. That's like you're working okay. for a company and you want to quit and they go, No, you can't quit. Wait, what do you mean I can't quit? Right. Uh okay. yeah, just let everybody know. Then, I don't know what I don't know what the exact procedure is. Uh okay. if there's a form, if there's a, simply a letter, and uh that's easy to find out. You can just Google that. Okay. Withdrawal as trustee. Yeah. Uh, God, I love that. You know, you know, look at a five dollar bill. Uh, if you happen to be listening, if you happen to have a $5 bill in your pocket, just pull it out. And who do you see on that $5 bill? I'll tell you who you see. You see Abraham Lincoln. And what does Abraham Lincoln have to do with uh, you if you want to quit, if you don't want to do a job anymore? Uh, The Emancipation Proclamation that he signed, that slavery is a no-go anymore in this country. Uh, Now, if there's a contract... And you walk away, you may be liable uh, for damages. I mean, that's a given. But other than that, uh, no, I don't think so. Debbie, hello, Debbie. Welcome. Yeah, hi, Bill. I was wondering if I have a case. I had a worker from Adult Protective Services inform my 99-year-old father with diagnosed dementia that he had the right to move himself out of his assisted living back to his mobile home where he lived alone. Um, my younger sister was in favor of it because the assisted living was expensive and he, she didn't like him spending her inheritance. So they moved him back home. His condition deteriorated and he died a couple months later. So I'm wondering if I have a case against um, the adult protective services person for I, I don't think so. Him back. No, and I'll tell you why. First of all, did they take uh, over his care? Did they come in and ask that uh, they're now responsible for uh, making decisions? And that is a legal issue. Uh, and no, the, my sister did that. Okay. She's the one. She's the conservator, right? Was there a... Con- At the time, I was. Okay. No, he was not under conservatorship, but I was trustee and had his durable power of attorney. Well, then you then then it doesn't then it doesn't matter what the uh, the adult protective services say. You're the one that made all the decisions. 
If you have a durable power of attorney, why would you let him out of that place? Or why wouldn't you have moved him? Well, I didn't. My my sister moved him. Well, then why would you? Why would you? Why would you have a case? Well, I would think it would be um, malpractice on her part to tell a person with dementia that they have the right to make that decision. Well, but your sister made the decision. Well, he made the decision, and then she had him change his durable power of attorney and his trustee and his will and his trust. Uh, so I, I don't know. You want to go? I, well. I, I don't think you have any issue with the adult protective services. Uh, by the way, uh, who, did someone hear uh, that person say that? Was that done in front of a group of she people? Told, no, she told me that on the phone, that he has a right to make a decision, okay. even if it's a bad one. Okay. And, and that if he moved himself out, I could report him for self-neglect. Okay, so but let me, I, I don't know how that works, but uh, Debbie, uh, so at this point, you didn't hear him say, uh, you didn't hear the Child Protective Services person say that. Uh, witnesses haven't. Your sister told you that he, uh, that Child Protective, I mean, uh, Adult Protective Services said that, correct? That's what you have. Yes. Not, yeah, yeah there's, there's not enough there, oh. Debbie. Uh, that's just not true. It's, well, I mean, I'm saying it's not true, but there isn't enough there. It's it's hearsay. It's all hearsay. My and she says, no, I never said that. And you're and the and the, that's it. It's over. Don't, well, don't uh, adult protective services write some sort of report? I don't know. Uh, I'm assuming they did, but I'll tell you, I, I doubt they're going to say that I told someone with dementia who's 99 years old that they have a right to make all their own decisions. I can't imagine that would happen. So I don't, I don't, I don't think there's anything there. Nanette, hi, Nanette. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Yes, hi. Um, I have a question regarding the, uh, what would be the, because uh, you know the uh, execute. The executor the has executor. a lot of duties. Yeah, the executor. executor. Yeah, what would be the appropriate um, amount or percentage from the trust to, to pay? The well, that's a good question. Uh, and it runs the gamut uh, all the way from nothing. Uh, a lot of executors don't charge anything, especially if they're close to the family. Uh, for example, uh, my uh, the executor of my will, I have a trust and a will, uh, is... Um, uh, the way I wrote it is that she gets the prevailing wage of uh, any attorney or accountant who is uh, dealing with uh, the trust and uh, the uh, estate. Now, she's not going to charge a dime. She just wouldn't charge. So she's going to do it for free. But I'm giving the prevailing wage, which means uh, she's going to get three, $400 an hour. But you don't have to go that far. That's the top of the list. You write down whatever you want, 50 bucks an hour, $25 an hour. You just want to make sure the executor is willing to take that money, Nanette. What about a, a certain percentage? Uh, you know what? I don't know, but a percentage is, um, I, that's, yeah, you could probably do that. Uh, I, uh, I don't write that many wills. Matter of fact, uh, I, I don't write any wills other than my own. And I was told by my trust and will guys is not to give a percentage. Uh, but then, you know, thank goodness I have a, a pretty healthy estate. So, um, yeah, you could probably, uh, give a percentage. I mean, you don't want to be excessive about it. How much money are we talking about, Nanette? Oh, it's not much, uh, like about a hundred, three thousand. Okay, so it's a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Well, you want to give three percent, so that person gets three thousand dollars, two percent, one percent, and in the terms of the assets you have, the hundred thousand uh, dollars, 
Uh, how complicated is it? Is it property? Is it simply money in the bank? Stocks? No, what is yeah, it? No, it's a total combination of um, money in the bank and, and IRA. And, okay, so and, there's some work involved. Yeah, and, and also, uh, that, does that include the proceeds in the life insurance? I also have a life insurance policy. Well, the life does insurance that... policy just has to be applied for, and it goes directly to the beneficiary. And so, yeah, the trustee uh, or the executor can do that. Yeah, I think you can leave a percentage. Uh, and whatever you think is reasonable, you figure out, uh, you know, how many hours it would be. If it's fairly simple, maybe it's 15, 20 bucks uh, and, uh, you know, 15 or 20 hours. I, I don't know because I don't know how complicated uh, and what you have going. But uh, it's and in absence of any money. Uh, you can ask for a reasonable amount of money and let the court figure that out. Uh, Ron. Hello, Ron. Let's try that again. Okay. okay I'm, at, I'm at home right next to my motor. Okay, okay. that's better. Fine. That's better. All right. Okay. What can I do for you? Very good. Very good. Okay. Just moved into a new brand new condo, beautiful upscale condo. I'm up upstairs, second floor. Neighbor downstairs is just renting, but they've got two dogs barking all day, all night, defecating on the patio, urinating. I've sent uh, information, all that information to the HOA. They're on it. They send him letters. He doesn't stop it. They don't stop it. Couple, they don't stop it. So I'm going to go ahead and, and file a report to the police department for disturbing the peace, barking all day, all night. Okay. Just so the best. No, so bad. It, it permeates up into my, my master bedroom. So I wonder what the cops are going to do about this. Okay, Dad, the cops aren't going to do. Let me, let me, you know, I've had exactly the situation where my daughters uh, lived uh, in a condo and the guy just below them was a crazy guy uh, yeah, okay. and made their lives miserable. So uh, you call the police. They'll come out a couple times, three times, four times. Uh, and um, uh, you simply... Uh, you explain what's going on now in terms of the barking that's probably the easiest to deal with can you get neighbors that will also say this barking is incessant and it's loud as hell yep yep my neighbor next door to me okay good yep. good good yep. so uh you call the cops and the neighbor is there and you go ask the neighbor and it's just on the record how many times you've called uh and you deal with a homeowner situation now the homeowners have to act on this well, they have. Yeah, but it takes a long time. Uh, so the other thing you can do, uh, get a restraining order, go after the owner of uh, the property. Yes, I want to meet with them, and, and, and that's, that's in process now. Oh, good. And then just yeah. say, hey, uh, you know what? This, this is crazy. You can't rent to these people. So I guarantee you that whatever lease has uh, been in place between the renter and that owner – the renter has violated every probably provision of that lease with what the dogs was, are doing and the barking and uh, the dogs pooping all over the place. Uh, the other possibility is for you to get a Great Dane uh, and have him poop all over their yard or their balcony. That'll show him because you get mounds of this stuff. Yeah, I met you one time in Costa Mesa. Every time I saw you, like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yes, there you go. All right, so uh, that's a really difficult thing to do because I've I've gone through that. When you have a neighbor uh, with a do dogs barking and how uh, the issue that we had is a downstairs neighbor complained about the amount of noise that was coming from my daughter. She was living there with uh, her roommate, and we actually got a sound engineer. 
we actually got a sound engineer uh, to determine the kind of walking and the kind of sound that traveled. I mean, it got pretty crazy. It really did. LastPass, a password management solution company with paid and free plans, recently announced that cyber criminals had breached their system. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed so often, it's dangerously easy for a cybercriminal to steal your identity, and that's the holy grail. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not even spot on your own. You probably don't, like crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. Now, if you become a victim of identity theft, with LifeLock, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all ID theft or monitor every transaction, every business. But LifeLock, it's easy to protect yourself. Join, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code HANDLE. Call 800-LIFELOCK, promo code HANDLE, or visit LifeLock.com, promo code HANDLE. All right, hello, Yvette. Welcome to Handle on the Law. My question is um, headstones. So my stepmom died, and her name is on the headstone now. My dad is still living, and my question is, when he passes, do I have the right to put his name, well, obviously his name, but make revisions to the headstone the way it should have been done from the get-go for the both of them? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, Well, uh, someone signed a contract with uh, the cemetery as to what the language is going to be. They both did. Okay, so uh, it's whatever that language is, and then you uh, will the cemetery let you do it? I I don't know. Is there anybody to contest it? Uh, I can't imagine the cemetery would say no if the family members it was okay. I mean, you can't ask the dead person. Well, you could, but you're not going to get much of an answer. And uh, the rest of the family, if no one's going to contest it, yeah, you can change it all you want. No one's going to stop you. Other than the cemetery saying, no, uh, this is our contract and uh, ain't going to happen. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it, yeah, you know, I don't know why they would say no. And by the way, are they buried on top of each other? Is that what's going to happen? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Say, I mean, I should have done that. I should have gotten one for everybody in my family and just gone down 15 feet. Man, when I found out the cost of uh, those uh, cemetery plots, I went out of my mind. Patrick. Hello, Patrick. Welcome to Handle on the Law. I am involved with my daughter. We purchased a condo together near her college so she could go to school, and she's also invested with us a small amount. Um, We lived there about six months, and then a roof leak happened from a, a leak or a roof that was neglected for well over 20 years. We have documentation from our insurance company as well as the roof doctor who fixes roofs in our area. And uh, we're wondering why we can't get all the damages back that were done to the roof. They fixed part of it, but not the entire. Okay. So who is they? The association, the powers that be in the condo. All right. So it's a homeowner association issue. uh, And under the, um, uh, under the agreement, the CCNRs, uh, this is common property, the roof, and the HOA is responsible, correct? That is what I'm understanding from okay, what I read Okay, and that's contract. easy. And they will only fix part of it, correct? Correct. All right, correct. so you have to get... I, I would get a bid on finish, and this is just over your property, not over the entire... Uh, this is just over your condo, not over the entire roof. 
Uh, are you asking me if, yeah, if I'm there asking. was other I'm damage asking. in other ones? I'm, I'm asking. Do you know? Yes, there was damage in other units. Okay. So uh, it's a question of uh, all the homeowners getting together and uh, making a demand to the Homeowners Association. And if they okay. have to, uh, they're all going to have to get a lawyer. The good news is if there's enough of them and you pay a lawyer 500 bucks an hour, let's say, and there are 10 people, it's 50 bucks an hour per person. And you just simply sue the Homeowners Association, go to a meeting. And ask them on the record, why aren't you fixing this? And they're going to say, we did. And you go, no, you didn't. And it's a fight the you have with the HOA. Has gone incommunicado. I can't reach anybody. Nobody returns calls. Okay, emails. then it's time, it's time for a lawsuit. Can I sue them personally or do I need to get a group to do it? Well, you can sue them personally. You can actually sue them personally. Okay. But the problem is, is in, uh, in order, amount. well, let me ask you, in order for the, uh, for the roof not to leak and damage your property, uh, what part of the roof has to be fixed? The roof has been addressed. They fixed it after a 20-year delay. They finally fixed it. So it remains to be seen this rainy season if it holds up. All right, so what's your question, Patrick? Done. So why are they not fixing everything that this negligent roof Damage I don't know, but I don't know. But if they have fixed it and you wait for the rainy season, you wait for the rainy season. You're way premature on this. You know, they fixed right. it. We'll see if it works or not. And if it doesn't, that's when you go to work. Flooring? And if it does, you're done. How about all the flooring that I have to replace at this point? I that cannot. goes against the HOA. That you sue the yeah. HOA in small claims for not fixing the roof. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. That's uh, what they're responsible for. If they're delayed and it costs you damage, uh, then the roof is, uh, uh, then uh, there's ascertainable damage as a result of their negligence, their negligence being they didn't fix the roof and they've known about it for 20 years. Hello, Danny. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Yes, Bill. My folks have a revocable trust and my brother won't give me a copy of it. And I was wondering, what do I need to do to get a copy of it? Okay, and, uh, the, your brother, uh, who's the trustee? Uh, my brother is. Okay, and your folks are still alive? No, they passed away. Okay, and has the trust been distributed? Um, yes and no. Okay, uh, and, give me and, the and, yes and, part and then the no part. What is, uh, explain. Well, yes, it has. It, it says all of us supposed to get equal shares. And my brother did a lot of, uh, uh, my dad had a couple of properties and all. And he's not showing us this. What happened? Okay, uh, it's time to get a lawyer, Danny. A, a lawyer okay. letter is going to do it. You hire a lawyer. Uh, how many people ostensibly uh, did not receive what they were supposed to receive under the trust? It, it, it's half. We have eight people. Four did. Four, four and did. did. Okay, so four people get together. You hire a lawyer, and you make a demand on the trustee. And okay. the fact that the trustee won't even show you the trust is really problematic, Danny. That smells yes, to yes. high heaven. Okay. Uh, do you have a do, do you have a lot of lawyers at your Yeah, company? try handle on the law.com and ask for a trust and estate lawyer. Okay. okay. Okay, try that one and uh see what happens. Joe, hello Joe. Hey Bill. Uh my just to let you know my uncle died and my sister made herself trustee. How did Me she make brother? herself trustee? Well, we couldn't find him, so uh, she made herself trustee. How does she make uh, herself trustee? I don't know. You can't make yourself a trustee. The trustor, uncle, has to name her as a trustee in the trust. 
You can't just really? walk up and go, I'm the trustee without a document oh. that has been signed, that has been notarized, making her the trustee. Yes. And she has, uh, she has the trust. Yeah. And it's been notarized, signed by your uncle, where she is named the trustee, correct? Well, the thing is, her lawyer and her will not give me a copy of the trust. I read it one time in a stipulation that I want to change says that we could sell this million-dollar property when my mom dies. And she's coming out of her second UTI, and she's really, really bad. And I got a, I wrote up a power attorney that's notarized. I'm just wondering what by my whom? Are. Uh, I just who I, who wrote I it? Your, I mean, let me ask you this: is is it your mom that uh, signed it? Yeah, I, I got I downloaded from your site. No, no, I understand, but you got your mom to sign it, and it was notarized. Correct. Okay, and uh, was oh, that's interesting. So you have a trust that says one thing, and you have a power of attorney that says something else. She says she got power of attorney too, but I haven't seen that. Okay, how much anyway, money are we talking? And you saying that oh, the trust says that you can sell the property and not the trustee? No, that she could sell the property. Okay, she, she said she made her trustee, and she comes up coming over here telling me that. When my mom passed away, that I better get the hell out of here because she's selling it. Uh, well, if she has the power to sell it, she has the power to sell it. So, but I, I can't get a copy from her attorney, and this lawyer wanted me to put a seventy-five hundred dollar retainer to fight her. I just want to change that. We don't sell the property, and it's an you can't do that if she us. is the trustee and has the power to sell it, Joe. She has the power to sell it. So I don't have any options then. Not if she has the power to sell it, you don't. She's the trustee. Now, if you want to attack the trust and she won't give you a copy of the trust, then all you do is you get a letter. You don't pay $7,500. You simply pay for a lawyer to write her a letter and say, we want a copy of the trust or we're going to go to court and force the issue and you will have to pay. Hey, that sounds beautiful. I'll do that. Thank yeah, you. try that. And the problem is, is that the payment will come out of the trust, but, uh, you know, to pay for that side of the law. Hey, Mark, welcome to Handle on the Law. Uh, I'm a, I provide a home services. I'm a home service provider. We provide uh, emergency services for water damage and fire. So we'll, we'll go out there, we'll do the job, and then we finish it. And then uh, homeowners, they don't want to pay. What do you mean homeowners don't want to pay? How often does that happen, Mark? Uh, it's been happening a lot lately. Because right now I got like three projects where they say they either haven't got the money or they don't answer their phones. But they send out work author and everything. All right. How much money are we talking about per uh, per job? Uh, one of them is like 1500 The other one, 3000 The other one, like thirty five. So... Something like yeah, that. it's all it's small claims violence. court, Mark. Just sue them all. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you sue them in small claims court and ask for the same date and just go one after another after another. What are they going to say? You did the work. Are they going to say you didn't do the work? Do you take pictures after the work? Do you take pictures before and after? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you everything. got the proof and you didn't get paid. And they're going to say, well, yeah, we paid them or the work was terrible. Go, Your Honor, never said anything. There's no email saying the work is terrible. There's no complaints. They just don't want to pay. You'll get it. You'll oh, get judgments. God. Nice. Thank yeah, you, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, so much fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's welcome to uh, the economic world today, Ron. Hey, Ron. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got a. You got to speak louder, Ron. I can't hear you. No, no, it's something's going on there. 
Wait, can you hear me now? No, it's really pretty. Uh, you're, you're sort of at a distance. At a distance? I'm yeah, outside let, my let me car. try it again. Okay? okay, yell at me, okay? Okay, can you hear me now? I can hear you. You sound like a Sprint commercial. Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, great. Fantastic. Okay, listen, I just thought you were moving into a new condo here. Beautiful upscale condo. Yeah, you, you know what? You're, you're dropping in and out. You're in a terrible area. This is not working. Oh, jeez. Um, I'm going to stick you on hold and just go to another area, Thank and we'll you. get back to you. Don't worry about it. You're not, you're, you're not going to lose your call. David. Hello, David. Welcome. Hi, Bill. i uh, got a problem with a doctor. I broke my back uh a few decades ago, and I had chronic pain. Uh, he wanted to do a $50,000 procedure on me that I've been told in the past would be futile. So uh, as a result, for the last two and a half years, he has filled my medical record with lies and very derogatory remarks about me, which is why I can't find a different doctor to go right, to. Hang on. What kind of lies has he said on your medical records, and what kind of derogatory remarks are we talking about? Well, he wanted to install a morphine pump two and a half years ago before COVID. Okay. And uh, I told I told him I I, I would have relatives that had that with nothing problems. I have trouble walking, so I can't run to All the right. ER. But every David, time where are the lies? Where are the lies? He said he said that I have I have bombarded his office with angry phone calls and let, mailed him letters every every month to complain and insult him when. He changed my medication a couple months ago. It made me horribly ill. David, why are I you still with David? Why are you still with this guy? Because I cannot find another doctor. You know, I'm treated with medication. You Wait a minute, David. Hold on a minute. Opioids. You cannot find another back doctor. So here's a guy who five years ago decided he was going to do a procedure on you. You said no. He pushed it. Why aren't you out of that place and finding another doctor? And you're telling me there are no other doctors that will deal with your back. There are no spinal guys anywhere in the city. Because I just found out two weeks ago that he did this. I just found out two weeks ago that he he uh, filled my, when I requested my medical records when uh, trying to find another doctor. And they said, no, we're not interested. So I requested my medical records. And I found out that it's full of crap. It's nothing nothing but insults and lies and, and uh, things that I never said and things I never did. Yeah, I see. So he's going to say you made How do you prove that you didn't make the phone calls? You see, that's the problem. He's going to say you made the phone calls. His staff is going to say you made the phone calls. And you're I, I saying I didn't make the phone calls. Now, as far as the emails or the letters, that's easy. Uh, you go to another doctor and uh, you simply say uh, it, it, he's angry with me because he wouldn't do the procedure. He says that I wrote him letters. None of that is true. I'm signing a waiver right now for you to get the letters that don't exist. There you can do something about it. But, man. So let me ask you a question. He Back to you just found out. Five years ago you found out that he wanted to push for a procedure that you didn't want to do. Well, he's been treating me with, with medication, which worked for me for 20 years. For 20 years. No, it's only been two and a half years. I mean, right before COVID started uh, was my first visit. Yeah, and I, okay. And yeah. no other doctor, uh, you know, I don't even know where to go with that because he's the one I that's saying. Either. That's why I called you, Bill. Yeah, I know. And I don't, I I don't have an answer for that. I, I can't uh, go. You can put a complaint to. Uh, the medical board, but he's going to say, uh, you know, the guy keeps on calling me. I don't know, you know, you pull medical, you pull uh, phone records, and you say he doesn't have any, and, uh, you know, who's going to ask him to do that? Um, uh, that's tough. Boone! Hi, Boone! 
Yes, I have a 67 military Jeep that I restored. I got it on the road, and I, um, when, it went to, when the registration came due, I never got my uh, letter in the mail to uh, pay for the registration. Uh, I went online and paid it, and I never got my tags. I went to the DMV, and short story is they had me call Sacramento a DMV, and come to find out someone put a lien sale against my Jeep, and I no longer own it. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. You've got you've got to work with the DMV and say, I've been defrauded. What do I do? Yeah, they, um, I, I got the paperwork showing who owns it now and they took it over for eight hundred and some dollars. All right. You also uh, have for- someone. OK, you also have someone who has effectively stolen uh, at least title to your uh, to your vehicle. So uh, you get uh, call the police. You can file a yeah. lawsuit. How much is it? How much is the uh, the Jeep worth? About twenty grand. Ooh, um, you got to call the DMV uh, because yeah. they have the ability to invalidate the lien. Uh, they have the ability to virtually do anything they want because it's all through the DMV. Uh, and you want to go and ask them. You they they have a fraud division or people that deal with fraud. Have you asked them how to deal with this? Um, oh, I just sent away for the paperwork. I okay, didn't know about uh, because that, I'll so. tell you, if you go through it legally and hire a lawyer to unravel this, you're going to spend more money than the value of that car or the value of that Jeep. So what you want right. to do is have uh, the DMV help you out on that and get someone uh, you know who you know feels badly that your car has been ripped off, which they do, by the way. They deal with people all the time. This is Handle on the Law. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.